Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Dean Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I know it's been a while since I've been here. There is so much that's been happening. My husband and I have been traveling. Uh, we've been handling situations with the family. We've been in transition with things just happening with us. There's so much that's been happening for this year, 2020, since it started. And it's all good things. It's all good things. Of course, you have the valleys. You can't have the valleys. You know, you can't get to the peaks unless you do the valleys. And so even those have been interesting because they have allowed us to go in directions we had not previously anticipated. But it's all just been amazing. Now here we are at this point of a global issue with the coronavirus pandemic. And life is changing as we see it unfolding all around us. And a new normal is actually unfolding. It's just very surprising, though, that as I watch the news, as we all do, watch the news to just figure out what's happening and understand how things are changing so very quickly, almost like an hour-by-hour type situation. It's just interesting, even just moving around the big city of New York where we live, just noticing that there are still people who are approaching life, number one, as if, hey, this is not a big deal. This is this is not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And then there are also those who are thinking, ah, things are going to go back to normal. This is going to pass. Everything's going to be fine. Yes, I agree that things are going to go back to normal. Yes, I agree that things are going to be fine. But what I find really interesting and what has come to me is that we're not paying attention to the details. And that's what today's episode is about. Pay attention to the details. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, here's the thing. We're in a situation where as individual nations, we've had our crisis that we've dealt with, right? So depending on where you are in the world, you may have noticed that the climate is changing. There are more weather conditions and more weather patterns. You have areas that have experienced natural disasters. You have storms that are lasting longer. You have mudslides that have taken place. You have more tsunamis. And so individually, these countries have been having to deal with those situations while the rest of the world has just gone about their business. Their lives have not been impacted. We're now in a situation where, wait a minute, your life is impacted, my life is impacted, everybody's life is impacted, but here's the difference. This is something that affects all of us. It's not just a tsunami in some far off place or a mudslide in another place. It's not just the fires that are burning in the Amazon or the fires that are burning in California. It's not just, well, I don't live up north, so the, the, the ice melting in, in the North Pole or the ice melting in the South Pole doesn't impact me. This is one situation, one condition that is impacting everybody. So we're now forced to be in a situation where we can't just say, well, it's over there. And for me, it's kind of different. No, it's impacting everybody. And it's impacting with a vengeance. What are the details? Well, let's think about this for a minute. 
Mother Earth has been crying out for so long. When you talk to so many cultures around the world, they say the same thing. Pay attention. Pay attention, people, to what you're doing to the earth. Pay attention to what you're doing to the atmosphere. Pay attention to the fact that you're taking from Mother Earth and you're not replenishing. Pay attention to the fact that you're using, polluting the water supply. You're not giving back to Mother Earth. You're not replenishing that which you're taking. You're not even asking for permission before you remove from the earth. And then when you give back, you're not giving back natural things. You're giving back the unnatural. You're giving back things that's destroying the earth, the birds, the plants, the soil. You have impacted the food because you have changed how the food grows in the name of speed. And more importantly, in the name of money. We stopped caring for each other and looking out for each other. And we were very much caught up, very much focused on me, 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 and more, more, more. It's all about me. And then there were ways for us to make more money and for us to concentrate on me and for us to do more with me, me, me. The world started spinning crazily. And with that was also an a surgence of spiritual consciousness, an awakening and an arising because there were more people saying, wait a minute, I'm starting to get messages. I'm starting to see this in a different way. I'm starting to pay attention to some very interesting and small details. Mother Earth tried to warn us. Mother Earth sent many warnings to us. Mother Earth said, I'm going to change the climate. And when that impacts you, then maybe you'll listen to me more closely. Mm -mm. That didn't work because there were people who said, ah, climate change isn't real. Mother Earth sent us diseases. We had the Zika virus. We had the bird flu. We had SARS. And still we kept going. We ignored all the signs. It's like when someone is giving you a warning that something's going to happen, we need to change. Something's going to happen. We need to change collectively. Something's going to happen. We need to do things differently. And yet nobody listened. We just kept going. You know what happens when you don't listen? Well, then bigger things come. So Mother Earth said, well, let me try lighten a fire under your ass. So the Amazon's on fire. California's on fire. Wildfires are bursting. She then said, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you stronger storms that last longer. The hurricane season, wackadoo. It's longer. The storms are stronger. They come outside of the season. So now the season has changed. You know what happens when you keep lying down on a person or laying on a person, think about it. If someone piles things on you after a while, you're breathing, the earth is breathing. Things are being piled on top of you. We're piling things on top of mother earth. And after a while, we get tired. And after a while, we simply up and say, I'm going to shake this shit off. Get off of me. Get off. I've had enough. When the weight and the pressure becomes too much, you say, get the hell off of me. And that's exactly what Mother Earth has done. She is shaking us to the core. And she is saying, collectively, all of you, get off of me. It's the same thing that happens with those of us who have children 
or even if you have nieces and nephews, or even if you just interact with kids and you play, you tell them, stop, don't do that, stop, don't do that. And they keep coming to you. Well, what about this? Well, let me try this. Well, what about that? And they keep going. And we keep saying, stop, stop, stop. After a while, we get quiet because we say, you know what? You're going to learn today. And that's exactly what's happening. Pay attention to the details. We're learning. We don't get to pick the lessons. We sure as hell didn't get to pick the coronavirus. But here's the thing. If we look at what has been happening to the earth, to the air quality as a result of the coronavirus, we will see that Mother Earth is speaking loudly now. And she's saying, now do you hear me? Now do I have your attention? Look at China. They were known for having what? The most population, the biggest population of any country in the world, right? But they also had one of the worst, if not the worst, uh, quality, air quality conditions in the world. Now that has improved. It didn't take years and years. It took weeks and months. We look at California. Air quality has improved. It's at a status of good and has held for quite some time. It didn't take years. It didn't take months. It took weeks. What was the difference? What was the factor that impacted most? Hmm, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. The two-legged creatures called humans. Humans have been confined to the brick and mortar that they built. They have been confined to the insides of the dwellings that they created. Because Mother Earth said, I gave you the freedom to roam. I gave you the fresh air. I gave you the sunshine. I gave you the valleys and the rivers and the streams and the oceans. And you destroyed it. So therefore, I'm going to confine your behind to inside. And then I will do self-healing. I will go about healing me because you don't know how to treat me. You don't know how to take care of me. I am going to take care of me, but I can't do it when you are sitting on my back. So collectively, globally, we are finding that we're being shut down. There are less cars on our streets. There are less people on the streets. There are less planes in the air. Do you see what Mother Nature has caused to happen? She said, get off of me. I'm shrugging you off. You haven't listened. I need to heal. Get off of me. Then we look at what else has happened with these details. All of a sudden, we're seeing things that, hmm, wait a minute, aren't those things we should have been doing all along? Let's think about this. The basic one, wash your hands frequently. Stay clean. That's all that it is. Stay clean. Be diligent about cleanliness, right? All of a sudden now it's a thing. Really? Growing up, you learn to say please, thank you. And what do they say? Wash your hands and brush your teeth. We stopped doing all of that because we were too busy being me, 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 and doing more, more, more. Now we have to do more, but with less, less, less. So we're looking at the details. Pay attention to the details. Wash your hands. Stay clean. It's not a new concept. 
It's just that something like this had to happen for it to become a war cry, a battle cry, a over the loudspeaker cry, when all we had to do was be diligent about it from the very beginning. Then we look at this whole thing about social distancing. How about just respecting personal space? How about if we start there? But no, I got to come all up in your space all the time. Hmm. Social distancing. Keep your distance. Keep a respectful distance. Let's have some space between us. Does it have to be six feet? No, that's what they've implemented for this. Again, if we followed these, think about if we diligently practice this as the norm over time, would we be forced to do so much of this now? And would it be such a surprise to people that they have these terms to describe what we should have been doing all along? Keep your distance. Respect the space. Then we have this whole issue of let's make room for the elderly. We now have stores in so many cities and towns that are saying for those who are elderly, for those who have health challenges, let's make specific times for them to be in the stores. Why couldn't we have done this before? Oh, wait, let's see. Because it was not to our economic advantage to do it. So all of a sudden now they come up with this novel idea. Let's take care of the elderly. Really? Our elderly population has been growing. The statistics that we have has shown this. And now all of a sudden we are forced to take what we call these humanitarian acts of kindness towards each other. Are you kidding me? We should have been doing this all along. And guess what? For those of us who have been doing it, we're looking at other people going, well, welcome to the party. It shouldn't have taken a disaster for you to simply say to your neighbor, how are you? Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything I can get for you? Because of the truth of the matter is, if you're lucky, one day you're going to be that old. And you're going to want someone to say, can I help you? Is there anything you need? How are you doing today? Is there anything I can do for you? Let me go get this for you. Let me do this thing for you. But it took a crisis to get our attention. Why? Because we're not paying attention to the small details. Now we're forced to. And now we're putting labels on ways of being that we should have had all along. We're now being forced to spend time together. And for some of us, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Put down the device and have a conversation. Spend some time with each other. Spend some time looking in each other's eyes. Spend some time holding each other's hands. You're in confined spaces. Spend some time with each other. Now, for those of you who you live by yourself, you don't have a roommate. You may have an animal. You may live by yourself or a pet. You may have a, um, a, a pet and no other, no other humans with you. You may not even have a pet and there are no other humans. So you're totally, completely going stir crazy. But you know what? You still have neighbors. You can get to know them. Yes, you keep your distance. But yes, you can still do some interactions. How about if you get to know that person whose door you pass every day, but you never say hello. You never say anything to them. How about those phone calls that you've not made because you didn't have the time? Bet you ask got time now. How about those people who you thought about but never reached out to? Now would be the time to do that. Pay attention to the details. 
food banks. Food banks have always been there to serve those who didn't have the resources to be able to walk into stores and get what they need. Food banks didn't just pop up a couple weeks ago because of the coronavirus, but all of a sudden, food banks are now on everybody's radar. Why? Because now middle-class people and other people who no longer have jobs and who are now cut due to the coronavirus and the economy, they may now need the food banks. But what about the people who didn't have jobs before? They're still hungry. They were hungry before coronavirus and they're hungry. (laughs) They're even more hungry now during the coronavirus because they were eating our scraps. Well, guess what? Now we have no scraps for them. Pay attention to the details. It is a shame that it had to take a global crisis for us to figure out and to appreciate how to interact with each other. It is devastating that it took this kind of a message from Mother Earth for us to heed the call and to hear. It is sad that it took this type of a global action for us all to start looking at each other through a different lens. And let's be very clear. Many of the stores that are closing, they're not going to reopen when this has passed. They won't be able to. Life as we know it is changing before our very eyes. Stop waiting for things to go back to normal. Instead, you need to understand what the new normal will be and how it's going to look. This is a wake-up call. Pay attention to the details. We are getting the last warning. And if we don't heed it, (laughs) chances are, as human beings, a lot of us won't. Then something greater and bigger and even more devastating is waiting. We don't get it, but we will. And be clear. What's going to happen? There is no thing that's going to happen that's going to this disease, that's going to do a total wipeout of every single solitary human being on planet Earth. No, 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 no. That's not what's going to happen. But what you're going to find is that those who are left standing are awakened. Those who are left standing are aware. Those who are left standing are going to very, very clearly understand and be able to practice fully engaging with Mother Earth. They're going to respect the air, respect the earth, respect the animals, respect the plants. They're going to respect the oceans and the rivers and the streams. And out of that is going to come a new way of being and a new way of living. They're going to love and reach out to each other. And it's not going to be about the money. It's going to simply be because you feel it. You understand the impact of it. You're now going to understand the importance of physical contact. Not from a what can I get from you, but what can I give to you. Not from a what do you want from me, but from a perspective of what do I want to give to you. We got to learn this. We have to learn this. Because if we don't, if you think Corona, or as my mother calls it, Rona is bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. If we don't get this message, be prepared for even more devastation. You think this is bad with people dying by the thousands? You ain't seen nothing yet. 
Pay attention to the details. Wake the hell up. Because if you don't, this is going to be like, ha, that was like the flu. You should have seen what came next. Pay attention to the details. Mother Earth is speaking. It is up to us to listen. Because if we don't, we will surely pay the price. I have no challenges this week for today's episode. Because you know what? Y'all know what to do. You're living through challenges right now. What I would like is to hear how you're navigating Rona. Please feel free to send me an email at info at dianerica.com. That is info at D-I-A-N-E-R-I-C-A dot com. I would certainly love to hear from you. And with your permission, I'd also love to share how you're navigating this new normal. Until we speak again, and we will, take care.